Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. Today, I'm joined by my beautiful girlfriend, Paula. (laughs) (laughs) Paula's first ever podcast. And Let's see how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> well, it should be a fun topic today. We're going to talk about our ayahuasca experience. Now, for context, we are not shamans. We are not ultra woo-woo, you know, people who have spent 20 years living in the jungles of South America discovering these plant medicines and knowing a whole bunch about it. We're two relatively normal people who have had an experience with ayahuasca and that's pretty much what we're going to be doing today is sharing our experience with it and take it as that just take it as experience take it as us sharing experience don't treat this as one of these um podcasts where you take what we share as uh, a reliable source of information when it comes to ayahuasca right <laughs> no so hopefully it just it just divulges a little bit of insight as to what we experienced um, what we got out of it um, and, and what we learned from it. And uh, if, it, if it prompts you to decide that you want to um, divulge more into your research around doing it, um, cool. But, yeah, don't definitely take this as, like a, as an insight as to whether or not you feel like you should do it or not. Always do your research beyond, um, uh, into, this sort of, into these sorts of things. So. But yeah, Pals, you've already done it before previous to me doing it. I've only done it the one time uh, here in Bali, but you've done it previously before, right? Yeah. I did my first one in August last year in Portugal. Uh, basically, it's something I hear talk about it, but I never, I didn't find it. It's just um, actually uh, the girl that was doing my nails, she was talking about. She was telling, telling me about um, her husband that uh, he was in depression or something like that and he did something and he started to be... And I don't know why I say, did I ask her? I don't know why I say it. And she told me, how oh, you know that? I say, well, I don't know too much, but I mean, I'm the, I know these things. Um, she started just to tell me and... and I said, well, look, if I'm curious to do it, because I uh, I know so many friends of mine, they did it, and I watched documentaries, and I'm just like, you know, I like, I took it as an experience, you know, as a, like, travel. Like, let's say, I want to I wanna be able to to tell people that I did it. And I, so she told me after, like, two weeks, she told me, look, there's going to, uh, one ceremony is happening in, uh, in uh, the uh, like in a couple of weeks, you wanna join? I said yeah. So then that that two weeks, I start to do so much research, and I think I get a little bit overwhelmed of all the things that I saw. Like I was thinking, like I was, I will porch, I will uh, like you know all these things that you see in documentaries. Because Purge, like yeah, throwing up, throwing up, and uh, yeah, like you see obviously. Uh, particular situations like very like because uh, in any of the experience that I had I, I didn't see anyone doing this kind of things and I, and I didn't feel nothing like this so yeah yeah because there's a lot of like 
you, you talk to a lot of people and you watch a lot of videos, you watch these documentaries and I don't even know if that's such a good, good thing to do that because it can start to fill your head with a lot of stuff and sort of I think that can alter your experience kind of going in with it with all these sorts of influences of other people's experiences and then sort of thinking about what, what to expect. Yeah, in fact, I suggest to people to just do it. Do a research about the things that you should do, like to prepare your body in terms of like diet or or all the medication, just like, just for um, uh, security. <laughs> but just don't watch nothing. Just do it and just have the experience as as poor as you can, because you get a little bit influence of all these things that you watch, and uh, and you think, okay, when I'm gonna feel this release, when I'm gonna feel this, you know, that that these things that actually it's what. The documentary show people that they are really in a very um, not a good situation, <laughs> and they found whatever they found doing this. But yeah, um, my first experience was completely different than the second one. Um, the first experience was more like visuals. Uh, it was uh, it was like a lucid. A lucid. How would you say that word? A lucid. Fuck, I don't know. Hallucinogenic. Yeah. Hallucinogenic. Hallucinogenic. My Spanglish is coming out. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was more like I was super conscious about everything, but I was, I was seeing myself like an avatar. I would say to people that I was just, I was beautiful, like blue, and I could see like all my veins, and each vein was one different color, and I even could say like I have like a two or three arms. My <laughs> It was just so, it was really cool. Like, I was like, ooh, holy shit. And I was, like, doing these things with my hands and doing, like, a hurts. And so I, I had so many fingers. And I was saying, you know, like, this kind of Indian gods, you know? Like, they have, like, so Indian, many. Indian gods. Oh, Indian gods. Because someone might have heard that as Indian gods. <laughs> <laughs> well, God. God? Gods. Gods. Indian gods. So... I was seeing myself like that, but um, I was feeling also so much love. Um, but I was very, I was very conscientious, and I always had the tendency to start to dance. Um, but I feel in that moment like, oh, no one is dancing. So I start to, I was like, sit, and I start to be like this. If you if you're watching, if you just listen to a podcast, she's moving her hands around in a majestic <laughs> a majestic manner. It's, I don't know, you know that I'm, I mean, I don't know if it's because I'm a Spanish and I love to dance and you know that I'm always dancing. And I just, I was, it's my, it was my way to express myself, my way that my body was telling me to, I don't know, something was telling me just move. I was doing whatever I want. Um... I was feeling so much uh, happiness, love, euphoric. And um, they always are. are, One thing that I didn't like about the first experience that the music that they were pouring was uh, on the speaker. Um, The second person I would have, she was singing. So I found it like different. And it was the chairman was a man. And I found it also different. Because I, what I felt as well, I feel a little bit of, of, of fear. 
because I don't know why I thought this man, maybe, I don't know, I started to have all these fears that maybe I was rationalizing everything, everything. I started to feel, I don't want to close my eyes, I don't want to sleep because I, I don't want no one, uh, maybe if they have a bad trip or whatever, they maybe, I don't know, I didn't know anyone, I just know one person in that, in that room. So I didn't know if maybe, you know, someone maybe could start to walk or maybe could start to, uh, I don't know. So I had a little bit of, of fear. It was a little bit like, I don't know who's gonna, how it's gonna end up the situation. And also they, they suggest us to get dressed on white and long skirt, but I didn't have long skirt. So I was wearing just a short dress. Um, and I get why they say that you have to wear a long skirt because like in my case, I start to dance and met and you some, like, you don't know how everyone is going to react because you like, you don't know what's happening in others, people mind. Um, in that moment in my mind, I experienced fear for a moment. Like, oh, I don't want to show nothing. I was all the time. And I wasn't showing nothing, but I was all the time holding my dress down, holding, dancing, but holding my dress down. Um, and yeah, I was, it was completely different. It was more like, uh, I guess, uh, sensorial, you know, like with uh, the things that I was uh, uh, saying. And also there was a point in time that I was closing my, my, my eyes. And I was all the time playing this a uh, this a scenario. Okay, there's some like you know that you have this inner conversation with yourself. Like, okay, I'm gonna how I'm gonna tell this experience to Ben. I'm all the time you were all like all the time in my life. How I'm gonna tell because there's so much thing going on, and I don't wanna find the words to tell to explain it properly. And I, I was like, like you know that I talk pretty fast, you know. Imagine, like, I was I was getting annoyed of myself. Like, how my thoughts, how fast were my thoughts going? And I say, and you know that you rationalize everything in the moment. And I was saying, like, now I get why Ben saying that I talk too fast and I have to calm down. I need to have a breath. I need to have a breath. How actually my thought, I, I tell to my thoughts to have a breath. You know, I was having this, it was so, and then I start to laugh. I found funny having this conversation of, with myself. And I found, okay, all the things that actually uh, people, well, people, people close to me tell me that I should get better on, I found sense on that. So I didn't take it, you know, as a critic or I don't know. So your takeaway from the thing is you started to, you started to realize why people were saying, you talk a lot or you talk really fast. That that was what you took away from it. Yeah. Oh, I totally get it now. Yeah. Because <laughs> I was getting annoyed of myself, of my thoughts, of the way that I was speaking to myself. I was like, okay, Paula, breathe. Let's put in order your thoughts. Let's <laughs> but it was all in my mind. Um, that was one part because it, it – in uh, that experience, I used, my trip started very, like, very... I took three cups. The first one, I didn't feel nothing. The second one, I didn't feel nothing. The third one, um, it was like... <laughs> like, so 
so quick, so quick. Um, I think because I, I was wearing also my, my Fitbit and I was like, okay, let's see. I'm going to check the day after how my hair, like, you know, they like to monitorize everything. So I was, I, I could see the day after in my, in my, uh, Fitbit actually when I is, start to hit maybe the Ayahuasca. So it took like six hours, my trip, but I think it, when I was on, on the trip, it feels, it felt longer, like longer, like so many things happen in my head. The first thing, uh, that the first person that popped up in my head was my dad. Cause you know, people say that when you do these things, you're going to have, you, you need to have like an intention. Um, you know that I, like maybe like two years ago, I start to notice, you know, that Oh, we all have that issues and all these things. And I was already starting to do the work and reading things. So I really was, my intention was like, uh, not heal, but just like have, a, uh, have that intention of, uh, try to solve something, fix something, you know? What but was I, your intention of this? Um, cause at least, cause yeah, cause you have to have an intention going into this and, and a lot of the pre-work is deciding upon what your intention is and what you're, what you're wanting to get from the experience. Yeah. So in, in the moment that I did it, I, again, uh, it was more for the experience. So, so it was curiosity. It was curiosity, basically. Curiosity. Um, and I, I, was, I, will, I wanted to do also the best of my experience. So uh, in that moment, honestly, uh, was pretty happy was I there was nothing that I I felt that I have to work with but the only thing that I knew that uh I could get a little bit more of clarity or or just oh oh I don't know release maybe of emotions was you know with my relationship with my dad so um I put that intention and it was the first person that popped up in my in my mind, um, I start to think about him. Um, I start to cry. I start to cry, but I, I, were, I feel it very quick. And then my my my, my own mind say, "Okay, Paula, it's enough. You don't need to cry for this. You're you're okay." So <laughs> it was very short. It was very short. So I didn't. I cry a little bit. So I think that was my uh, push, as they call it. You know, some people. They sweat a lot. Some people uh, throw up. Some people cry. Like there is different kind of uh, of porch. And I know this just because I really know because I'm expert. I don't. I don't have any idea about these things. But yeah, I've, it was. But it was very briefly. It was very. That moment was very short. And after that, it was more uh, like a trip. Yeah, felt like now I'm here. Now I'm wrong here. I could control whatever I want to go. Now I want to go, but it was all. I was feeling very similar to mushrooms. The last day, the I did mushrooms with my sisters in Amsterdam. Um, just again, as a curiosity, it's something that you know, I did with my sisters, um, and it, it was pretty similar the experience. Yeah, I didn't get any any learning from that. Any like important learning. 
so yeah the second one was more interesting more interesting i don't know if it was the the fact that you also were there so i found it like very i don't know very i was excited to do something with like something like this with you um <laughs> yeah so that le that leads into the the experience we had together um and again any of my friends who really delve into the work of ayahuasca and plant medicine they're gonna they're gonna hear this podcast and be like ben's an absolute noob like an absolute noob and you're 100 percent correct 100% correct. This is not an area of my expertise. This is, is not anything that I should be a source of, in, of information or accurate information. Again, like I said at the beginning, uh, ayahuasca has been something that has been in my circles for many years and I've had many conversations with my friends about their experiences and it was just never something that I was in a rush to do. Um, it was never something that I was probably going to have to go out of my way to do it was probably something that was going to have to be something that showed up on my front doorstep um again reasoning just out of curiosity um but did have a, a little bit of fear around going into it because because i went into it you know feeling like i'm 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 pretty good you know um there wasn't anything too clear i was like oh this is really what i want to get from it it was more of just you you give me what what you want to give me. You you but it's you, a psychedelic, you, no? It's psychedelic. So psychedelic, you don't know how you're gonna Well yeah, and even if you try to dictate the the experience, I mean that's probably not the the best thing to do. It's probably not the best way of going about it. Hmm. So I went there pretty open. Um we were meant to do it out in one area, but then they got changed. So I think last minute they changed it to a villa out here. And I think I think the environment, and it's the same with like mushrooms, I think the environment is, plays a massive part, mm. plays a huge part in the experience. And um, so we, we drive up to this house and we're wondering whether or not this is it's the right place. We don't know if it's the right place or not. Looking over the fence, this kind of looks like it might be it. Paola walks into this backyard and she starts, she goes, uh, uh, like, so what do you, like, this is the thing. It's like you walk into someone's backyard, you don't know whether or not it's the <laughs> right place. And you're supposed to go, hey, um, is this where the, the, the ayahuasca is going on? And it's like. But I, but I get it. I get it. When I just arrived, I saw all these little, like, beds that they put one on next to each other and the cups. So I say. Yeah, okay, well, yeah, that obviously it's, signifies that it's it's, it's <laughs> yeah, it's not just for aesthetics. It's obviously and something. We were also the fir the first ones to arrive. Yeah, yeah, we were well, we were one of the first ones to arrive, and I think there was maybe one or two people there that showed up. Now, this was a this this experience was a two day one. Like we had the option of doing one day, um, well, sorry, two nights as opposed to one night. I was like, okay, we'll do two. So this is day one. We show up. There's all these, I guess, mats laid out. I think there must have been how many people? Maybe it was like ten to fifteen odd people. Probably yeah. twelve to fifteen odd. Or like fifteen. Yeah. And um, 
So you're settling in, you find your spot, you put your stuff down. What's the first thing that you thought when you saw all these pets? Well, because I've seen a little bit and I was like, I mean, they were very close to each other. Like we were very close to a lot of people. I think, um, uh, and again, they did have to change the, the location for whatever reasons at late date, right? I think I imagined it being it a little bit more spread out. It was yeah. very kind of And like it was meant to right be no good in a like a kind of, you know, this yoga place that they are very big and also they was open. So, I, yeah, I get, like I had a little bit of, I felt a little bit um, disappointed with the location. Oh well, yeah, we don't know what happened with the, with the alteration, but um, uh, yeah, I mean they obviously did what they they could with the best that they had. So we walk in, we sit down, people start showing up. Now, I think you we arrived at like what time? Like four or something? Like four in the afternoon? Was it that? Was am I right? I remember the ceremony starting at like no, it was six. Uh, no, oh, six. Six. So I think the ceremony starts around started around about eight. Mm-hmm. So we're sat there, and they and you know you go around to everyone, and everyone sort of shares their intentions and what they want from it. Um, and what else did they do at the beginning? What did they do? So at the beginning, uh, in the the shaman. Yeah. Um, so this is a woman, she was talking uh, with H one with the people that she does she. She didn't know. Just to have a little bit of a feeling, like the energy of the people, and um, you know, we all have a chat. That's why it got a little bit delayed. We started a little bit late, uh, late the first one, and then uh, we sat on. I think we did the first in the first night. No, the, the how do you call it? Piote. No. We didn't do it in the first night, right? Um, I think you're talking about the um, Hape. Hape, oh, yeah, that. Um, no, that, we'll get to that. Okay. We'll get to that. But look, so we first night, I don't expect, we've done all the dieting, so you're meant to go in, you're supposed to have done a diet for a few days before or whatever. Like I followed that pretty well. Um, you go in, you, everyone goes around, they walk up, they grab their cup of ayahuasca. Um, sit back down and then after eventually like what if you want to go up for more you go up for more now in my days of my older days my younger well, my younger days of uh, experiencing drugs sometimes you get ahead of yourself and and things hit you later on when and you get a bit impatient and you go a bit hard so in the first night i didn't i tried to like oh well just wait it out people were going home more cut like i was like i had i think i had Two or three, um, and I was like, "Oh, I'll just wait it out to see if." So people start to go on their journeys or whatever. I'm still, I'm still sober, if you want to call it that. I could well, see you. I could see you from my spot because you were sitting like right in front of me. Um, I wasn't feeling nothing, but I could. I was all the time checking on you. <laughs> the way that you were sitting, just looking around, saying. He's not feeling nothing. He's not feeling nothing. And I could feel in your body language that when it's going to hate. Well, yeah, there's a part of me that starts to get like judgmental myself. It's like you go into it and people are talking about, you know, you've got to be open and and accepting. And I'm like, I'm open. I'm accepting. Why isn't it? So you start, like I started to like take this 
um, personal. It's like, why is stuff happening? And like in my logical-minded brain, I'm sitting there thinking, you look, it's, this is DMT. It's a chemical substance. It goes into the body. It should do what it needs to do, right? There's a lot of talk around when people sort of mention, you know, I have to be open and receiving to mm. it. And, I, and, I, and that was a big thing that was sort of talked about, especially at the end of the first night when everyone's sitting around talking about their experience and what they – and I'm sitting there, I'm like, so anything, I'm like – It was so frustrating any- the first night. When that one was because I didn't feel nothing, right? You didn't feel frustration. Um. Yeah, I think my frustration kind of reared its head the next day. Um. Well, I kind of reared it really here that night because like everyone starts to give you feedback on like what you did wrong, sort of thing. So it's like you've got these people. You got some of the people that were in the ceremony. You, go, you know, well, you need to do this. It's like you know, like blah blah. blah. I'm like, okay. Cool. All right. So the, everyone's trying to provide you with advice on like how you be open and accepting. And I was like sort of thinking, you know what, maybe I just didn't have enough. And they're like, no, you know, it's not so much about that. It's more, right. So I'm, t- I'm trying to take on like the feedback and everything like that. But at the same time, sort of like I was a bit frustrated. So the next day comes around and it's supposed to still be, um, I guess, doing this diet. But I sort of like, I I I, would say, fuck I kicked the bu- I kicked the bucket. I was just like, I was I was pissed. I was like, I did, I'm like, I did everything right. Nothing happened. Screw it. I start and I just went back to eating whatever where and I like. So I I, I had a bit of a hissy fit because I was like, I felt like everyone was sort of like talking about experience. I had none. I'm like, I remember you didn't want right. to go. You didn't want to go to the second night. I, I was like, I had a bit of resistance about going on the second night because I was a bit frustrated. I was a bit frustrated. And um, so we go and I'm sort of like a little bit bigger. I'm like, okay, we'll, we'll go back. Because it wasn't one of these ones where uh, you stayed. Like I, you, you see a lot of these retreats and I think that's probably a better idea to be in a place where it's like a retreat yeah, center people, or going to one of these things where stay. you stay overnight. Yeah, but like some people just still, they just, they went home after the ceremony sort of thing. That's what we did. We went home. Because um, I think the idea was doing that because in the first location that they choose, there was the setup was different. So everyone had like a, a bed, like a proper, you know, it was like a, I don't know if it was like a, a hotel, like someplace that they do retreats. Uh, so I was meant to be like a retreat, something like that. Uh, but for some reason they changed the location, so I didn't feel like to stay. Yeah, there. so there was an the option to stay there, but it was really not kind of set up. Well. No. So it was sort of like how how it would have felt like if you were back in your teenage years and you'd been to a, um, a house party, and it's sort of like the end of the night where people just sort of sprawled out amongst the house and it's like oh. people had like so it kind of had that feel to it. I was like. Mm. Uh, I don't really know if I want to be here. Like our house was like not too far away, so we made and our way as home. As I was back. frustrated enough of hear all these stories of of people, like I, it was this young guy, like young guy that was you know it was twenty one, I think, that it was his first time, and I had looking at him all the night, and he was just not moving. And then when he was explaining his experience, like. Oh man, like oh my god, you were so intense. Like that's an that's a European's um impersonation of a <laughs> young American guy. 
Or I, I don't know if he was. He was you American. Remind me of. Um, you, you remind me of. What was that movie we watched the other day? Oh, the, the, uh, the Eurovision one where Will Ferrell's in it and he's he's talking um, to the dude. <laughs> well, I don't know. Be, a, I be a cool guy. Hey, hey, just be be a, be a cool guy when a, when, well, a, when Europeans try to try to do American accents. I don't know like, why I off. can't stand when you say Europeans and like you don't just Europeans yeah, like. Europeans, like I don't know, man. I, I can't hear myself to say when well, I talk. I can I can I can actually I can't differentiate yet between um, American English or Australian. Yeah, of course English. you can't. I but can't I can. yet. No, I can't yet. Yeah, but I can't. Anyway. Um, yeah, yeah. So I mean, everyone sort of has their own different experience. I'm sort of looking around, thinking like, are people feeling? Uh, are people really feeling this, or are they sort of just putting on? A show. So, like, I'm getting judgmental. Like, I'm getting frustrated. So, a whole bunch of things are going on. Um, you know, I'm sitting there thinking, you know, I'm really open to this, like, doing what I was doing, and it doesn't come up. And then, you know, you got people telling you, oh, you weren't open enough. And you're like, oh, okay. All right. Okay, cool. Yeah. And so, we go back the second night, and I, I think they kind of made it their mission to make sure that I, I, <laughs> I, had an experience there was a really really nice guy there who's done a number of times over the last eight years or so and he was kind of really he was sat next to me he was really sort of a nice guy like checking up on me and saying like how i was feeling everything like that um the night before and he was he was the same the second night but so going into it uh the second night we we then go and have this thing called um, happy. Harape. No, well, happy. Wait, 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 wait. We had first the the drops. I didn't. You didn't have drops. No, I had the I had the. Uh, and again, it's hard to pronounce it. Happy. Uh, Something like that. Rape. Again, look, this rape. just signifies how much of a noob. Like, if you're looking at if if if, if you're tuning in again, I, I can't say this enough. Do not treat this as a reliable source of of whether or not you should go and do ayahuasca or not. All right. Again, you, you're listening to two new people that have had an experience. We're just talking about, right? So, and we'll get we'll get to. I'll I'll get to what I actually experienced later on. I did get something out of it. Trust me. Um, so while it seems like I'm downplaying the experience and it was useless right now, no, like we'll get to we'll get to it later. So, um, we have this hap uh, hape. Uh, it's spelled R A P E. But uh, it has I a, think it's rape. It's uh, it says pronunciation here H-A-P-A-Y, rape, right? So they ask if you want to have it. I'm like, yeah, look, I'm, I'm open and willing to whatever. And uh, so they sit down. Uh, I sit down in front of the guy who is, uh, I guess, assisting the shaman. Shaman was amazing lady. Amazing, really, really cool lady. Yeah, this guy was cool as well. Um, so we we sit down and he's got this sort of like pipe. It's like a double-ended pipe, right? So he loads his pipe up with this thing called hapa. And I'm going to read from a, a way of describing it, um, right? So basically it is hapa. Again, I don't even, this is how noob I am. I don't even know if I'm pronouncing this right. So is a snuff that originally used by 
indigenous tribes from Brazil, they are many, there are many different types of hape, all with different herbs in it. The main component, however, is always tobacco of a variety called nicotiana rustica, which contains a high level of nicotine. Due to the stimulating effects of nicotine, pape has an uplifting effect. So, yeah. So this is like, a, I think it was like a tobacco and it was mixed in with a whole bunch of other stuff as well. Um, I think they have, uh, what else do they possibly, herbs that can occur in pape include cinnamon, camphor, mint, tonka beans, banana peel, uh, passion flower, and clover. I just felt, yeah. And look, um, basically what he does is he loads this pipe up, this double-ended pipe with this, this powder with tobacco and a whole bunch of other things, loads up one end of it and basically puts the other end up your nose and through the other end blows it like a dart, like a blow dart. If you've seen people blow a blow dart and they're like – like really quick, like a real big puff, right? Blows this powder into your nose and the feeling was indescribable. I, I, I can't even begin to explain the sensation. I, water just starts, I, I don't know what's going on. I, can't, I, I couldn't make sense of what was going on in my head. Um, so my eyes start watering. I'm like trying to breathe. I'm trying to breathe properly. And it takes a moment for you to start to get your, 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 your breath normalized again because you just had this powder. But then you don't even have time to think because then next one, he, he goes and loads it up again and does, blows in the second nostril. Same thing again. So very quick turnaround, blows in the second nostril, and it's like, Oh, it would, I don't even know how to describe it. How would you describe it? Well, I can't describe your face when you did it. <laughs> well, so Pally's getting her shits and giggles on from watching me do this stuff, right? It was just so funny because I saw you like so full. I don't know if the word is vulnerable, but I saw you like, like you were like a, I don't know. It was just so funny. Like as after you did that, you were like with your face, like, you couldn't open your eyes. You were like, just like, what the heck is happening? You, and you start like to like getting like melted, like in your, your body, like, like, and I'm saying from in front of you, I'm seeing your face. And I couldn't, I, I don't know, I couldn't stop to laugh. <laughs> yeah, so in, uh, so during a happy ritual in which, Nothing but happy is used. The ceremony leader first determines who needs which blend. Yeah, so they ask. They say, you know, who likes some, and they sort of recommended that maybe I should. They because I, I think um, uh, it, it's meant to sort of I don't know. What was look, the intention think, behind it? It, uh, it was look, to sort of open, open you up, open you up to being yeah. able to experience the ayahuasca. Um, so some people did drops, and uh, some people like did. We'll you get can to choose. The, we'll, we, we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll get to the drops. You can you can choose both because I did first drops and then drop it. 
you know. So what I like rapid. Uh, what I felt when uh, I did rapid, I felt that it's a it's a powder. Okay, so it's very like the um, the grounds. Call the grounds. They like the grains are very very small, very small. But I could feel like each grain going straight away into my brain or, or like here i could feel like 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 kind of ants in my brain that's not how i describe it well that's how i, <laughs> that's how I felt uh, i didn't uh, feel like that bad i so, didn't feel after after i did wrap it i could see that i could feel like in my throat in my like like open everything like very like and if, uh, if you go on go if you go on youtube and look up rape and Watch. I think we watched one of a guy using it. It looks exactly what he experienced. It, 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 yeah. How how what happened with him and how it was seen on YouTube? Exactly, sort of what it felt like, right? And it says here it helps the user let uh, the user to let go of emotional, physical, and mental illnesses. It releases negative energies and confusion. Shamans use rape to reconnect with their higher self, which is said to connect them to a Holy Spirit. So, yeah. So that gets done. I go back, sit down, calm down. Everything's sweet, right? This is pre-ceremony. Now, now we go. So a whole bunch of people have gone the eye drops. They go into this room. They come out. And it's like they look like they've got a little bit of pain, obviously, in their eyes. Uh, and I'm like, okay. You, you seem to handle it quite well. I was I like, did, okay, right, I've had eye drops. Yeah. And, and I was like, okay. I go in, I lay down on the bed, and I get these two eye drops. And, and I don't want to scare no one off. <laughs> I don't want to scare no one off. But the pain I felt, I can't, I can't, I felt like poison had been, put on my eyes now again look i'm just on my computer trying to research this stuff now it's called sananga so sananga is a powerful eye medicine used to sharpen night vision for modern seekers of spiritual healing however sananga does more than help with hunting often used as a precursor to ayahuasca ceremonies by the kazinawa or matsis tribes again i don't know if i'm pronouncing those right these powerful eye drops have a healing power that's more energetic than physical and that has the capacity to increase spiritual insight in the minds of those who use it. Yeah, and then it has a has a you know educate yourself on its proper uses beforehand. Yeah, hundred percent agree with that. Um, I couldn't open my eyes for I think twenty minutes. I was killed over on the bed, head in hands. People coming. I couldn't open my eyes to see who was there. I'm just my. I'm crying. I'm, I'm crying. Other people made it look okay. I'm just in complete. I, I can't see. I can't see nothing. I walk out. Sit back down. It was. It, it felt like it took forever to be able to even just open my eyes again. I go to try and open my eyes, and it was just like, right. It didn't feel like there was anything clearing <laughs> to me at that time. I just felt insurmountable amounts of pain. Okay. So 
And then the, the shaman's right-hand man, he goes in and has it done as well. And, and this is someone who's been doing this stuff for a he number of years. Like he's, he's pro, yeah. right? He's in absolute agony. I was surprised of that. Like, oh my God, like this guy is, he was like crying. I'm feeling so much pain in the, but this guy, maybe he does it oh, he was, day. He, he was winning. This is, this is someone that has been. Yeah. Known. He's, uh, I think he's, um, is he uh, her boyfriend? Well. Anyway. Yeah. Um, so it's called Sananga, this this job. So eventually, like both these things are basically meant to sort of prep you for a more of an open experience, right? So I'm guessing that sort of like maybe my big issue sort of was like maybe I wasn't trying to be in too much of control hmm. um, in the first one, in the first night. And this sort of stuff was able to sort of mm-hmm. help open me up. So we're in the second night, do the same thing again. Go through the cups. Um, it, gets to, it gets to midnight. I've had a few cups. I've still, still nothing. Still nothing. Um, during the whole night. Now, this is, the, this is the thing is that it's funny. It's like at the, before the ceremony kicks off, it's like the, the shaman asks, who, who can sing? And like there was like a good five, six people in the room. It was like put their hands up like, yeah, I can sing. I don't know if it was like I can sing, like can you just do the action of singing or are you a singer? You, that's what you do. Right? Cause I can sing. I wouldn't consider myself a singer. I wouldn't be like, Oh yeah, I sing. I can sing and I sing, but I wouldn't be like, Oh yeah, I sing. In that moment I had fear. And I was of, thinking, I hope they don't ask me for singing. Well, no, they, they, no. I think yeah, it's You know like, that it's not my best thing. Well, because the shaman, no, yeah, definitely not. You no, would have ruined my experience. I would have ruined, the, singing, I would've, I would've ruined I would've, the trips of everyone. You would have ruined my experience. I would have been like, okay. Man. <laughs> Pal, look, your singing is not. I know, your I know. Best all, trait. all my family told me that sometimes, but I know. Yeah, That's right. what I didn't pretend. They, they all got ears. So, <laughs> look, but you got many other things that. You got going yeah, for that's it. why okay. I'm not, not making money singing. Yeah, exactly. So you gotta know you gotta know where your strengths are. That's just not one. There's nothing wrong with that. So uh, there's a number of people. So that like there's a lot of singing in the sound, which is kind of cool. Like this, the the beautiful. the shamans sing like singing all the songs, you know. And then, but like over time, you know, you've got. <laughs> it's like oh, I didn't realize Celine Dion was here. Celine Dion and ayahuasca. <laughs> so I'm sitting there, like people start singing, and I'm still, I'm still, nothing's happening, right? So I'm, I'm still just waiting for it to open. I'm going with the flow. It's people doing their thing. Oh, okay, right? And then oh, you know, oh, who else likes to sing? I was, oh, I didn't realize Brian Adams was in the corner. It's like oh, I, I sing. I swear he was making up song. I, I, I swear he was just making up shit. It was, what was he was this? using he was using the like the writings of one song, but he wasn't making it. And this could own. literally be a song, oh, but at, was, at, at, like, and it probably is. But at the time, I'm like thinking, oh, people are literally just making stuff up, which is kind of cool at the same time, right? It's obviously mm-hmm. a level of freedom where it's just like, I think it, what, was that, what did the song go? It was like, Mama Medicina. Med- no, his his song was like, 
Mama, it's just like this. <laughs> Here it goes. Here it goes. <laughs> so you got some dude and he's like, yeah, Sam. Okay, Ben now has you a, southern, a guitar. You got this Southern Cali. Oh, where was he from? So it's really nice dude, really sweet dude. Southern Cali guy. He's like, yeah, Sam. I'm like, okay. <laughs> right? He's in the corner. Well, wait, in that like, moment, in that moment... And I can't say, it was sort of like, Mama Medicina, Sina, Sina, Mama Medicina. And that's probably not it. Ayahuasca. No, Ayahuasca, Ayahuasca, Mama, Mama Medicina. Okay, okay, wait, wait, wait. Right, so. I'm like, there's literally three words in this song. But in that moment. But it was beautiful. And he was a really sweet dude. But I, it was just like, I don't know what happens in ayahuasca ceremonies, but everyone then like becomes pro singer. But in that moment, you, you, this you wouldn't judgment. feel This in, is my judgmental side. And you wouldn't feel in the effect in the moment. No, I'm still super, I'm still super sober. If you, I can, I keep saying sober, but like, I, I haven't felt the, the. You weren't so, high. No, no, I had, I'm still weighing. Like, I'm feeling a little bit cozy and I'm like, oh, you know, that's a nice feeling. Mm-hmm. The nice dude that I kind of mentioned before that kept checking on me and I was like, hey, you feeling, man? I'm like, yeah, still not. He's like, I'm feeling, I'm feeling kind of cozy and nice and everything like that. And I'm like, maybe that's what everyone else is feeling. Um, he's like, nah, you should be probably feeling a little bit more than that. I was like, okay, like, it is 12. Um, they close up. The bar, that's sort of what they say when they like stop giving out um, ayahuasca. Yeah, they give three cups. Yeah, and, and I was still, still, and I was kind of like thinking, maybe I just got to, like, and again, I, I was referencing this, and again, like someone who's a pro uh, or an expert when it comes to ayahuasca could probably listen to me right now and think, Jesus, no one should listen to a thing this guy's saying. Yeah, and I agree. But, uh, I, I felt like maybe I have a high tolerance to a lot of things. So I was like, maybe this, maybe it's the same. So 12 comes around. That's typically when they s- stop giving more cups. So the dude comes in and he's like, look, the bar's closed, but I'll ask if, if um, you can have more. It's like, if, you, if you're allowed, would you like some more? And I was like, yeah, sure. I'd like that. And so she goes back. Yes, ayahuasca sits back down. I walk back over. I kneel down. I, I received ayahuasca, but she gives me basically a cup that's the same amount of the same amount as I've had pretty much the whole night. So it was basically a dose twice as much as what I've already had. So I go and sit down. I have it. I sit down again. Um, another friend that well, we're now friend, now we've become friends with. Um, he goes up. He sees me. He goes up again. He has more. Um, and we sit back down. And so it gets towards the back end of the ceremony and then everyone starts to um, hop up and, like, everyone's encouraging everyone to hop up and dance and, like, sing and, and get amongst it. I'm still not feeling anything. I'm still feeling that. I'm still waiting. I'm Right? And um, so they start hanging out musically and it's just so they give me these maracas. I think, I think that's and, my favorite moment of, well, the, of the ceremony. Look. Paula, like, and again, like, I'm still, still in my head a little bit, right? And so I hop up. I'm still going with it. I've got my rockers and I'm dancing. But I see Paula over in the, over in the circle looking at me laughing. I was like, 
I was pissing myself. Yeah, but you didn't really create a safe space for me. I felt well, super judged. Your, you know, some She's looking over laughing her face at me, like saying I was dancing two-step. Yeah, that's how I dance. Like, stop judging how I dance. So I was, like, I I found the, I, I found all the situation very funny. Like, or, you know, all songs, like, ooh, like, you know. I was yeah, all the night singing. Like, I felt the effects from the first cup, and I knew that you wouldn't feel the, the effects, but I, I just stopped to check on you because I don't know why, like, you had, I guess I had, like, this, kind of like motherhood that protects you know so I was all the time checking on you I don't know if it's called like that way but I was all the time trying checking on you like if you were okay but it, I just uh when I start to feel the first like the first cup I already felt effect and I say oh, fuck it feel the feeling I, will, I start to feel everything everything and you know like I don't know if you saw me but I have been all denied dancing yeah, so I'm sat there and like I, I close my eyes for a little bit and I'm like, I look over and Paula was sat over across from me and she wasn't there. So I look around, I look outside and she's just out there dancing to the moon, doing like, doing, you can't see me, but I'm like 1990s teen girl dance moves, like arms crossed up in high up in the air dancing doing all this sort of sexy stuff and i'm like okay you do you i'm like awesome i'm glad that she's like she's she's feeling she's feeling a thing she's doing doing a thing i was feeling myself but in the same moment i was thinking like i was i was doing that because i felt that i mean i love dance and i was the way that mm, my body i don't know I yeah, just I'm felt still, intense. I, I'm still sad and there at this was point. amazing moon also. It was huge. You know that all these scents are very. And I was just dancing and looking the moon. But in the same time, I was thinking, if someone is looking at me now from a, like a hole, I will look like this kind of situation, like these hippies, you know, dancing to the moon. And like, I was sort of like, okay, this is But I, I didn't, I, I didn't stop to do it. But I, in the same time, I could think like from the other's perspective, like if someone is looking at me. <laughs> yeah, it was well, I, th- very funny. I think the dancing, like once we once we started dancing, like, I think like because I was just out of waiting in in the feeling of waiting for something to happen, uh, and I was just in the moment of focusing on the fact that we're dancing together. Play- I'm playing. I think you were feeling like you were doing like whatever. this kind of personal development exercise. Do you know that you sometimes well, do I've plenty it of it, so I'm, I'm fine doing it. I mean, it's not necessarily something that I'm always super comfortable doing, but I can do it. But we, um, so the night ends. Um, wait, 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 wait. I have to come back to the dancing thing. Like, oh. from my perspective, like we are all dancing and the music, it was like kind of like tribal, you know, like uh, if you mm. were like in the jungle, like tribal, it was very nice. It's cool. And uh, uh, you were like all like, just sit there. Like I could see your frustration, like just like sitting there, like chilling out. And then we all start to dance. And I don't know if someone tell you. No, everyone kind of encouraged people to kind of hop up. And um, someone gives the maracas to Ben and Ben start to dance. Like if you were like in a in a nightclub holding a holding holding a a drink and dancing like two steps like Yeah, like the dude that you see off to the side that's like that doesn't know how to dance. It's like creeping off to the, side of, to follow the, the, the side of the dance floor. And with the, his mates, with his two other mates. I I was but, just 
yeah, and, and that makes me, that makes my night. Like, that makes me piss my, like, I piss myself watching that. <laughs> and I knew that I would make you uncomfortable because you were, like, looking at me like... <sighs> yeah. <laughs> well, that was sort of, like, the way that we wrapped up the ceremony. And I'm like, okay. Still nothing. So everyone's everyone's sat around. Everyone's gone through their journeys. Everyone's had their experience. Um, they're sitting there and they're all talking about like what they're experiencing again. I was sort of like, nothing, nothing. At this point, I'm feeling I'm feeling a little bit sort of like deflated. But the guy who I mentioned before was a sweet dude. He, he's like, you know, we're having a chat, and I'm I'm paying attention to him talking. And I start to slowly feel something kind of going on. And I'm looking at the painting behind him and it's starting to sort of, starting to not be able to pay attention and pay attention to the, and I'm starting, okay. Something's happening here. And I said to him, oh, I can come through. This is at the end of the, this is, this is at the end of the ceremony, but mind you, everyone's done. And I'm just about to kick off. And so Pella comes over and she said, hey, how are you doing? Oh my God, I feel something. I was like, I feel like uh, I need some air. So we go outside and I lay down uh, on the grass, got a mat and a blanket. And basically, I just turn into a, a pile of mush. Yeah, but you basically, I... You were like a baby. I was like a baby. And this is the funny thing. Like, I, was, I couldn't walk properly. Like, I was like a toddler. I was walking like a toddler and I was like, I don't know how people were, how, how people were able to stand up and dance. Again, it was just like the effect. And I, I think I, I was just super comfortable. I was so comfortable, wrapped up. It felt like I was being given a big hug. I was starting to have a lot of like visions, not visions outside of my brain, but like memories. So I was having these memories of, of a whole bunch of times in my life where I didn't necessarily, um, I didn't understand the correlation, but once I started to sort of pinpoint the commonality, it was a whole bunch of uh, examples of where I haven't felt safe in my life. And just very vivid, vivid moments of like many other times. And it's like, the thing is, is that I, I kind of felt like it was showing me that I've never been able to feel safe in my life. I've always had to try and be my own source of safety and that's where a lot of my traits have been developed is over overcompensate for um, having to be what I feel like I'm the source of creating my safety in my life and feeling a lack of it through my childhood into my adult years, teenage years, all of it. Just feeling super unsafe, super unsafe in a, in a lot of different ways. And it was almost like I was just kind of, kind of being hugged, I guess. It was like the ayahuasca was just sort of giving me a hug and letting me be, letting me be a, a child being looked after and made feel safe and switch off and be attended to and not have to be hard. It just made me soft. It made me super soft. It took me out of my hardness. Um, yeah, you let me cuddle. You for the first yeah, time. And I, and, I, and I just accepted Paula's support because you were kind of out, like finished was, up by that I, point. I still, I could still feel the effects. Like my mind was very, I had very um, mind clarity. Like it, 
but I, I could I I felt that I was already like uh, was going down. So uh, instead of focus on uh, more like my things, my thoughts, um, I saw that you were you were I don't want to say not okay, but you weren't already like you were going through your things. Um, and that's what I told you. Let's go outside. Let's lie down. Yeah. So I put you the bed. I I I put you the the blanket, and you let me cuddle. And then you we were like hugged there, and you were hugging me, and you were, uh, yeah. Yeah. I was I, just I, complete I, mush. I mean, like even the sky was like doing it. cool things. Like, I think it was just I, I must have been laid out in this backyard like three hours, four hours after the ceremony had finished. Like a whole bunch of people had already gone. Um, so I'm fully in this thing at this point. Like it's just it's gone whack and it's it's coming in a in a flurry. And you know, the shaman comes out eventually, he's like, How you doing? I was like, Yeah. And she's like, Oh good. And we're all and, so and happy. Was, everyone was super happy because they knew that I I seemed super stubborn to accepting it, to to allowing it to do what it's what it was gonna do. And eventually it did. And um I think um, I think going into it, like I did have worries because I was like, and I've spoken to other people that had the same concerns. It's like, oh, this is going to alter me and it's going to bring stuff up that's going to just fuck me up and it's going to change who I am. It's going to make me useless. It's going to make me traumatized. It's going to show me things that maybe I don't want to see. Because going into it, like right now where I'm at, I, like I feel really sort of, good with my mental space and where I'm at and what's going on in my life and and things that I've worked through and dealt with and all this sort of stuff and I was like you know I can't remember before six years old before six I can't remember a single thing and I'm like oh maybe something completely horrible shows up um reveals itself reveals itself to me you, you almost creating this narrative right of like I don't want this to fuck me up and make me like worse of a person than what I am and I went in with that sort of like inkling and then having sort of release from that and it ended up being for me personally um quite a pleasant experience and and one well worth um the experience for me even you know the way i described the happy and the um the, the eye drops um you know that passes and it was it was definitely an inter- interesting experience and well worth it and it did show me some stuff towards working on loosening up a lot of who i am is very a lot of my characteristics make a lot of sense to the way that my life has played out with having to be my own source of safety and develop characteristics that really make me quite hardened and it was a good insight to replay a lot of those consistencies over the years and start to um, delve into being a little bit more um open and less rigid in a lot of ways and that sort of trans transpires into the intimacy work that i'm obviously doing now so um it it gave me what i needed and it showed me um uh, it gave me sort of a focal point something to pay attention to at least something that i've never paid i've never in my life thought to myself you've never been safe never has that crossed my mind um but when i think about it yeah i don't think there's been a time in my life where i felt I've felt any external safety other than the decisions that I make for myself. And I think it was just ayahuasca giving me a nice hug. No, I didn't feel any desire to purge. Um, I definitely could, like, I, I, 
I just had to lay down. There's no, I tried to hop up and walk to go to the bathroom and that was quite a struggle. So, um, yeah, that was, that was my, my experience with ayahuasca. I felt like, um, it was a positive one. Um, but again, yeah, this is, this is, this is the intention of this podcast is just purely share our experiences, not to go and con- convince anyone to go and do it. Uh, it's definitely something that, um, it's not something you need to be convinced into. It's, it's something that sort of, um, you should feel called to, to do over the years. I'd said no many a times and, and it just felt like the right time to give it a go. Um, and make you feel safe. Yeah, maybe feel and it did. I just felt like I was being hugged, like a little bit, like like a little baby. It felt like I just had a, a whole bunch of painkillers, just like mush, but just really super, super comfortable and just yeah. I mean, other people had like you know a couple of people felt like you know purging, throwing up, and everything like that. But then you know wears off, and um, and then obviously there's the next day there's integration. Um, we didn't manage to do that, but um, I. I I wouldn't recommend not doing that. I, I feel like we were, we were okay, but I I definitely for a lot of people with some of the things they experience, um, it's it's well worth. But again, it was like we left, which typically in these, these situations you stay. You have to stay, right? So our our experience sort of again is just one of millions. Um, like you said, you've had two experiences where they were very different. I've had mm. I've had the two nights. The two nights were completely sort of different. Nothing happened and then a lot happened. So, um, yeah, that was that was our experience together and it was kind of, you know, I think going into it as a couple, it was kind of a little bit daunting sort of. I, I think sometimes you worry about the other, like think about worrying yeah, about the other person. Yeah, that's what I found that I was more uh, focused on you that I might, that I, I guess that's the reason maybe the first night that I didn't feel effects because I was more uh paying attention to you everything was all right I don't know I just you know that thing that you do unconscious mm-hmm. on the second night um I just told them you we pay for the everything just give me everything I want to have the experience so I I, I like I for, um, for a second I forget about you and I was just like breathing trying to to be very calm, uh, even try to meditate a little bit. I bring essential oils, you remember? And I was like just, I was yeah, just the, trying the, to the, be. Uh, the scene is is very important. I think the fact that we were in such close proximity, it yeah. meant that you could pay attention too much to a lot of um, everyone else. I think if, if it was more spread out, mm. um, you had more of your own space, um, which typically seems to be the case, that um, – you won't be as concerned about what's mm. going on with other people. I think that was probably the thing. I, I was just like able to people watch too mm. much and, and not pay attention to my own sort of breath and presence and all these sorts of things, right? So, and but I yeah. Think another factor was because we were also with people that we know and that's what I found also different that when I did the first time, I just know one person, but I didn't. She did, like I know I I knew her, but I, I didn't knew her that much. I mean, it's a person that mm. she does my nails, but that's it. I mean, I don't have any intimate relation with her. But 
in the second uh, experience, we, we had people that we know. So, you know, that changed a little bit. It's not all in, an, in your uh, unconscious. Environment, super, it's environment. Super important. Yeah. Super important. And, I've, and also, the, as soon as we arrived, I had the same feeling as you. Like, I'm very, like, I like to have always my space. I like to, you know. And I just get a little bit, like, anxious just in the proximity of the beds. And I strategically tried to choose the place that it was in my corner and I don't have anyone in one of my sides. I, it just kept me more security, I guess. Mm. So more secure. Like, so I can, if I can, if I need to run away, I don't know. I know. <laughs> I don't know. It was, but second one, it was very nice. I felt it very nice. Um, could you describe one of these memories that pop in your uh, just it was just I think one of them was just me being in a certain nightclub in Perth. This is back when I was sort of like uh, probably you know involved in some things that warranted you watching your back. So I I just remember walking through nightclubs just feeling really anxious. I think when I was in big, large crowds of people, I, I, I got a bit anxious. Again, that was like during a point in time as well where I was taking party drugs before most, most weekends. So when just was that? Hmm? When was that? Oh, that was through my early, early 20s. Early, early 20s I remember walking through a nightclub and just it, it felt like I was back there I remember I, I, I could remember it vividly but then it was just other times and I started to really think about um, like my childhood and everything like that but yeah so any any closing remarks what about when you arrive home you, you saw you so you're oh, I realize I'm super self-judge I'm super judgmental towards myself as well it's like um yeah, I looked in the mirror um, at myself. Oh, I looked at my – there was a one part where I was laying down and I was looking at my tattoos and I was just like, why did you do this to yourself? I was like super judgmental about getting all my tattoos. It's like, look what you did, right? And then I looked in the mirror and I was like, look at you. I was just like – I just had a lot of I, – I think I just realized how judgmental I am uh, um, towards myself sometimes. Um, sort of the, the – not judgmental – critical self-critical in a in a in an expectation sort of way i have high expectations for myself so um sometimes i can be critical when i'm not sort of functioning well so that kind of revealed itself but yeah um will you do it again uh i'm in i'm personally in no rush to go back I, i think it's 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 um from the research that i've done and everything and from speaking to my friends it's 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 done amazing things for a lot of people. I think some people have had you know maybe not the best experience. So again, as we've mentioned many times in this podcast, um, do your research. Um, don't use this as a, as a like a, a guide to whether or not you should do it or not. This is definitely not that. I'm not I'm not encouraging anyone to do it or not do it. Um, this is just my personal experience with it. Um, and again, one of millions. Of experiences, but um, 
Yeah, I think some of my friends, if they listen to this podcast, who are right in the, into um, plant medicine, I, I might have to have them on. Actually, to be fair, so we can talk about my experience and they can start to talk about things in a more of an educational way. Because this podcast is definitely not that educational as far as what it's about and what its intentions are and what its origin, origin origins are and all these sorts of things which might be a good podcast to have someone who knows a lot more about this come on but yeah this is just my personal experience but yeah have you got anything you want to finish up on i my bet the best part was you dancing <laughs> so yeah paula paula so I saw, do you see me dance all the time? I think she just saw me in a public, no, like, but yeah, I, she I saw, saw him in a very, I saw you very vulnerable. I don't know. I saw you very like a baby. Like, yeah, people get their shits and giggles off of me. But like he's, you know, you always are in your masculine. I'm very like, you know, very, you know, everyone who knows me. So yeah, that was, that was, that's where power wants to leave it is the fact that she watched me dance and she thought that was funny. So, and then he yeah, really remembers. It's just like, I wasn't doing that. That, that's not no, how you it were like, yeah, I was just, I was two-stepping with my maracas. I was feeling, I was fine though. I was feeling it. And maybe that's all I needed to happen. Maybe I just needed to do a bit of two-stepping and throw maracas around uh, to loosen myself up because it was probably a good 20, 30 minutes after that that it kicked in. But, yeah. All right, guys. Well, thanks for tuning in. Um, if you've got any feedback, let us know. Um, and we'll see you on the next one. Uh, thanks for joining me, pal. My pleasure. <laughs>